0: We're joined on the program now on our uh, on our talk lines our our walk-ons talk line by Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald Bryce good afternoon how are you doing well how about you guys doing terrific let before we talk some football let's talk some volleyball we got two area teams that uh, will be in garland tomorrow to compete for state titles in Blum and in in Crawford and uh, they both have excellent opportunities don't they
1: yeah, I mean, you get to this point, uh, all you got to do is win one more and uh, you're holding up that hardware. Yeah, I mean, uh, two teams that are familiar with this stage and uh, I think both are fully capable of, of uh, winning state. Blum probably has the uh, you know the tougher road in that uh, natus, I guess is how you say that, uh, is the defending state 1A champ and that's who they get. In the state final, uh, Neches beat Blum uh, last year in the state semifinals. So you got to figure the Lady Cats are uh, highly motivated. And then uh, Crawford, uh, you know, just, just an incredible job that Jeff Coker has done there with the Lady Pirates. Uh, they're going for their third state title in four years and um, playing very, very well. I mean, they swept. In the state semifinals the other day against Albany, I was up there, and I'll be up there in Garland tomorrow. And yeah, they're 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 locked and loaded right now, and playing very very well.
0: And you mentioned it uh, that they're going for their third in, in four years. The experience factor—I don't think you—I don't, I don't think you can put a bigger premium on that. Uh, again, this is a, a big facility, so they're walking into a, a facility that uh, you know that. I guess for some that play there for the first time may be a little intimidating, but since they've been there, done that, and got the t-shirt that uh, that's going to be beneficial to them.
1: Yeah, no doubt. They've got several players who have, you know, experienced that, uh, that stage already. And, um, and and yeah, you can't, uh, you can't put a price on that. I mean, uh, you know, they have some veteran players like, like Taylor Westerfeld and, Katie Warden, Lexi Moody, who, you know, who, who've won state, who, who've been there, they've done that. And uh, that means a lot. And, uh, you know, I was talking with, with Jeff uh, yesterday, Jeff Coker, and, and asked him about Iola. And Iowa's got a very strong team. They're 29 and 1. And he was talking about, you know, it's kind of a lot like playing Leon last year. It's one of the Goliaths of, of high school volleyball. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, you guys are kind of one of the Goliaths of high school volleyball right now. I mean, these are the glory years for the Crawford Lady Pirates because uh, they've got it going pretty well.
0: And there must be something about that part of the state. Leon and Iola are 30 minutes apart. They're just right down the road, and, and it was Leon, and now it's Iola. But uh, that's that's coming up tomorrow. We wish both Blum and and Crawford the very best in the uh, in their quest for a state championship. Let's switch gears and talk some high school football. In, in I'm, I'm sitting here in Waxahachie getting ready for a, a district matchup, and there's there's a couple of ball games in district play after this one for the Midway Panthers, and yet we're in the we're in the area round of one A through four A. It, it's it's just strange to me still.
1: Yeah, it's hard to wrap your mind around. Uh, we've uh, you know we've we've had to get creative sometimes with our headlines because it's like wait a minute, no, these aren't all completely playoff previews. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, when, when you have the headline at the top of the page, uh, you know, uh, area-round playoff preview, well, no, not quite. We've got Midway in there, too, you know, and uh, university and all that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, and, and obviously it's 2020, and, and we just roll with it. And you got some regular season games and some uh, – Playoff games, and and one of the things we wrote about this week uh, was (laughs) was just the challenges that some of these four A and under coaches are facing when they're scheduling neutral site playoff games, because uh, you're running into you know five A and six A stadiums that are still being used for regular season games, and then you're also encountering some that uh, are just shut down completely because you know of COVID concerns. So. Uh, they've had to, uh, like I said, get, get a little creative in, in finding uh, their, their playoff site. And,
0: and as, you, as you know, these coaches don't like to get ahead of themselves. But in this situation, they almost have to. They almost have to be looking at next week, next week being a short week because of Thanksgiving. You brought that up, and I was talking with uh, Coach Xander, and I said, have you given it thought? He goes, yeah, a little bit. He's a, but I can tell you right now, we're going to have some issues with uh, with." Obviously, with five A and six A, just like you said, plus the fact that it's the Thanksgiving weekend, and, and you know, there's when those stadiums are available, there's not a whole lot of people lining up to go work them. So, uh, you're right, finding stadiums next weekend will be will be difficult as well.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, one of the things we were hearing from coaches is that they're not just working a week out; sometimes they're working two to three weeks out because. And obviously, you can't bank on still being around, you know, your team. But at the same time, just in case you are, it helps to have your name on some of those waiting lists, you know, uh, and and uh, put your put your name in the hopper, so to speak, because uh, you you want to have these coaches want to have, uh, you know, an artificial turf field. They want to have a field big enough, a stadium big enough that. You know, if you do have fifty percent capacity, you're still able to to accommodate, you know, both crowds and uh, you know socially distance and all that. There's there's been a lot about this year that you know that's been uh, challenging to say the least.
0: Let's talk about a couple of these games in particular. Obviously, uh, Coach Bell and Chatta they their offense explosive. They're going to take on a team that's very explosive as well in West Orange Start. Th- this this could be this could be a high high explosive. A high-scoring football game, for what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, no no question. And, um, you know, China spring, as great a season as they had. I mean, how about, you know, facing Jasper and West Orange Stark right off the bat? And, uh, you know, if they get past West Orange Stark, you got to feel like you can play for a while, but at the same time you get either center or uh, ninth-ranked Sealy the next week. So, I mean, they've had – They've had Murderer's Row. The Cougars have right out, out of the gate. Uh, but as you said, this should be a fun game. We have a, a freelance guy that's doing this game uh, for us tonight, and um, uh, looking forward to seeing how that one plays out. Um, the Cougars have been, you know, pretty ground oriented. I think with with Emmanuel Abdallah and, and Major Bowden both running the ball there, you know, very well. They had over 400 yards between them. Last year on the gro- or last week on the ground, so uh, just a very impressive debut game for the playoffs last week by China Spring. Just you know, pretty handling Jasper pretty uh, easily.
0: Got a got a good one again uh, coming up tonight in Rockwall, nine and two West, nine and two Mount Vernon, and we all know what kind of offense that uh, Coach Bros is going to put on the field. And we we know what uh, what Coach Woodard likes to do, and so this this could be uh, uh, an interesting football game.
1: Yeah, that's where uh, old Chad Conine will be tonight, so he's going to see a pretty good one there. Uh, yeah, uh, it should be fun to nine and two teams, um, and and yeah, contrast in styles, I would say. I mean, um, uh, West is going to try to keep it grounded and and you know run it with those big running backs they have, uh, Trey Yannick and, and Lawson Kendrick and. And, you know, just kind of probably try to control the clock and stuff. And we know that, you know, the Art Brow's uh, mo is to zip it up and down the field as quick as you can. Sometimes that is on the ground. I mean, let's not forget that. They, they try to spread you out and find those holes. And, uh, you know, uh, when, they, when they spread it out, they spread it out wide, you know. <laughs> so that, that it's, it'll, it should be a fun game. And, and uh, you know, I picked West, but I could easily see – uh, you know, Mount Vernon winning this game. It's kind of one of those toss-up games.
0: Speaking of toss-up, I, I know that uh, this is going to be a heck of a matchup, Bosqueville and, and Cooper.
1: Yeah, no doubt, uh, another good one. Um, and, you know, boskyville really looked pretty impressive last week against Marlin. I mean, when you come out in your by-district game and you put up 72 points, that says to me that you're, uh, you know, you're pretty well prepared for the playoffs. Uh, cooper's a very strong team as well eight and one on the year and, and uh, got a got a, a tough running back there that um, that they you know look to get the ball to so yeah I mean once you start getting uh, obviously in by districts you sometimes get some some matchups that you know okay that team's gonna win over that other team you get some of those you know one versus four seeds but uh, you start getting in the second and third round and, and uh, you don't you know, you have a lot of pretty good matchups and, and, and we've got them all over the board tonight in Central Texas. One
0: final one I want to get your thoughts on, and that's Crawford in the, uh, in and, the uh, Rivercrest.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah. Crawford's playing well, uh, again, uh, 10 and one on the season. And I think the one of course, was the, uh, the forfeit loss. So, you know, when they've been on the field, they still haven't, you know, been beaten so greg james greg jacobs has done a great job with that team and and started out last week with a with an impressive win over kearns um they they you know they play crawford football i mean they you know they're gonna try to just grind it out uh keep the chains moving they've got some some pretty good running backs in, in breck chambers and garrett pearson and and then you know once uh, once they kind of run 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 it down your throat then they're gonna hit you with that play action and, and and try to beat you that way and then obviously play good defense I mean that's I think been a staple of of many of these Crawford teams over the years so should be a good game there uh, up in Grand Prairie all right
0: Bryce uh, finally what are you hearing about uh, what's going on in, in with the uh, Marlin situation
1: yeah yeah uh, Sounds like uh, Coach Haynes is, uh, is uh, resigned his post or out of that post there in Marlin, and um, uh, right now staying on as a PE teacher. I haven't heard much beyond beyond that that uh, you know is being reported by multiple people now, but um, so. Uh, did, did a good job there. I feel like in two years at Marlin, and um, and you know I think Coach Haynes's you know star is on the rise. So uh, we'll see where he lands. All
0: right, I, I totally agree with you. I, I thought he did a, a phenomenal job getting uh, that program turned and pointed in the right direction, so we wish him the very best. Hey, Bryce, I know you guys are busy. I know it's going to be a great read tomorrow in the in the uh, Waco Tribune-Herald with all the uh, high school coverage, and then, of course, uh, on Sunday with the, uh, the volleyball coverage, and, uh, man, we appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Tom. See you later. That's Bryce Jerry of the Waco Tribune-Herald.